And on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It actually means a lot of things today, boys. The weekend was the weekend. Congratulations, the Albuquerque Isotopes, as they brought in 100K. Boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Good job. I was getting all these texts. I was getting all these texts. I was like, where are you at? Where are you at in the... Uh, in the building, I'm like, I'm not at Isotopes Park. I'm in, I'm in Nashville. Nashville. People are like you're missing, you're missing out on the Breaking Bad, Fred. You, Freddie, <laughs> the Breaking Bad. But, That's the only thing that was happening on Earth. You know that. The right? only thing on Earth. It was my social media. <laughs> Guys, over a hundred k over there at Isotopes Park, giving away the stuffs. Got a little buzz, Michael. I don't know if you can figure that one out on your end. Where's that buzz at? I don't know. Got a buzz, buzz. Buzzing, got a little buzz. Ooh. Everyone got that little buzz? I know Michael's you. working on a call. He's got a little buzz. We'll figure it Michael, out. Michael, what's up with that little buzz? Can you help me with that buzz? A little buzz. Is that, does that fit buzz? It, <laughs> Temporarily. It's definitely coming from you. Thanks. Is there a B? Is there a B here? Guys, is. B stands for Buzz. Yeah, is this is Jerry Seinfeld here shoot, shooting an animated movie? <laughs> is, what's this B situation? Michael, I'm going to kill my microphone. This is more like an F situation right now. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It can't, can't be a B situation. Yeah, see, that's... This is F. It stands for... Take one day off, boys. Friggin' bad sounding. Oh, yeah. there we go. You back? You back? There we know. go. Check one, well, I didn't two. do anything. Check Look, one, Look at you. Check one, two. Boy's a little buzz. Man. Our engineer was in here earlier piddling around. Mm. Did he I have, have a, some sent him a strongly worded email? Did he hit you with one of those Mondayisms? He walked in. He was like, "What's the buzz?" No, I kept a, <laughs> I kept my ear uh, my earbuds in. Ah, but wasn't listening to anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was a metal plate in my head. I never told y'all about. And he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I got one in my foot. I got a bunch. It's so of my far face. away from the microphone, though. I got so many metal plates in my face. Had a lot of plastic surgery. What? Oh, what's we're that back. Buzz? Hey, okay, Michael. Somebody's uncle. playing with us. Michael, what's that buzz? Are you doing that on purpose? Is this a trick? What did we do? Seems like every time Michael picks up the phone, we're getting a lot of calls. What's the buzz? <laughs> <laughs> From the texter, what's this buzz? Yeah, no, us okay. too. Yeah, All right. yeah, we're yeah, yeah. Guys. yeah, we're hearing. Oh, so you say the buzz around town was the isotopes? There it is. Yeah, no, what's the buzz in here? $100,790, all proceeds from the Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul silent auction were split between the New Mexico Veterans Integration, Integ- Integration yeah. Centers. Yeah, you were, you were definitely right. in Nashville. And, he definitely was in Nashville. And Children's <laughs> Cancer Fund of New Mexico. Top. Are you ready for the top selling items? Okay, the boots. It's got to be the boots. It was the boots. Yeah. yeah. 
You knew that was going to be it. 10-6 on the boots. Woo-hoo. Does it Does it list the winners? I want to say congratulations. And uh, if you won this, 505-246-0610, call the program. Yeah, anybody. Did you win anything? Did you win yeah. anything? 505-246-0610. By the way, I tried to start a GoFundMe for Josh Sushan, who really wanted those boots. Yes. So hopefully the winner is the GoFundMe, the- and those boots are going right back to Josh Sushan. From the live chat, that's a nice buzz. Okay, let's figure that out. 13 of the 37 packages sold for greater than $4,000 hairs. Wow. Seems like that needs to happen again. What's that buzz, Michael? Got a little buzz. So there you go. That's a huge night. So outside of 4th of July games, is this the biggest one ever? Ever, ever? Ever, ever? Outside of Fourth of July and mariachis, it's the biggest of all time. Wow! Yeah, let's do this, Michael. Let's go to break. This is just an absolute pain in my buzz. <laughs> Whenever we get back, we'll have this microphone figured out. I promise. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal back on the program. I think we got it figured out. Allegedly, we'll see. I think the thing to me. Fred Slow here, Van Nunley, Robert Gibson, Mike Vitomic in the shop. Such a big sports weekend, the airwaves couldn't handle it. I think that's exactly what happened. 100% what happened. Still Uh-oh. happening, Uh-oh. though. Uh-oh. Just getting no luck with it at all, huh? Yeah. We'll see. Um, it, it tricked us. Made it seem like it was gone. As soon as we get back on air, it comes sense, back. False sense of security there. Yeah. Let's do this, Michael. Because we're a big fan of the figuring stuff out. Let's go to satellite. Yeah. Let's jump off for a second. And we will dive into this thing. And as soon as we're back live, we are back live. We apologize to all the friends of the show. Definitely we'll make it up to you. You get the music? <laughs> all right. Just the hardback? All right. Do anyone check the, the, the time when we went? What was it? That's like 20 minutes, boys. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good job. So the boys are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Technically, we're in the studio. Yes. We're, we're, <laughs> we're in the John Lopez Real Estate Coldwell Banker <laughs> Legacy Studio, and we're also on the road. Yes. The John Lopez Real yeah, Estate Coldwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. Yeah, with, with Chisholm Trail RV. Yes. Somehow. As that's we called, were both in the studio and outside of the studio all at once. That's called versatility, fellas. <laughs> that's what that's called. So uh, This is meta. That's what you call meta. Yeah, yeah. this is a whole other level. Yeah. level. So uh, for the friends of the show, because I think friends of the show like this inside baseball stuff. Um, okay, so the the station was not working. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So as, as, as the world has been a buzz about this isotopes thing, our station had caught that trend, mm-hmm. and they had taken buzzing too far. So then Michael was like, why don't you guys just go get the Comrex, which is how we remote broadcast from mm-hmm. stuff. Correct. So when you see us at like a Lobo game or whatever, where Van's trying to impress a girl somewhere, then... Well, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. So we've we've set up the mobile, and, and here we are. So, Michael, are we still able to take calls and stuff? Does it work regular, or is everything yeah. messed up? Yeah, we can still take calls. There we go. Okay. Okay. There you go. So, I, got, I got an idea, fellas. Yeah. Let's do, I say next week, we do another uh, Breaking Bad, like, silent auction and take the money and fix whatever is messed up in here. <laughs> yeah. How about that? What, is, what a novel idea. If, well, and here's 
if the Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul silent yeah. auction hadn't created so much buzz and it stayed silent, ah, then we would have had zero issues. Yeah. It would have been silent. That's what it is. So we're, how silent would it have silenced us as well, this, or bl- just the buzz? Well, both, I think. Okay. Um, I know we were at national, but uh, we this is going to sound super dumb. We got to get our notes right. We got to rebalance the program real quick. Correct. So we'll grab the quickest commercial, and then when we get back, uh, Bill Russell talk. Uh, I don't know. We'll catch him on my summer slam stories at some other time. Some other. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll Desha- get it in there. Deshaun Watson news, obviously, Major League Baseball free agency period, and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Your boy is back from Nashville, though. And I got stories. They'll just be sprinkled in. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program. Tough start to the program, but we're underway and everything's okay. Up until 7 o'clock tonight, your boys are hanging out. Then we're handing it off to the satellite programming. And what I will assume will be, uh, uh, well, at least a 12-hour attack at, at fixing the microphone thing because the opening drive got started. So one would so, hope, yeah, yeah so hope so. Yeah. So you would think that. I got some overnight crew here. The uh, I don't know the rules. Security that work overnight. They really good at IT stuff. The I was going to go engineering janitor. stuff. The, yeah, the I was going to go janitor. janitorial. Yeah. Here. Most likely super thing. <laughs> the uh, the world lost one uh, this past weekend. Bill Russell, eighty eight years young, um, a giant in so many different ways. He um, no longer part of this earth, but you were telling us off the air, Robert, that you thought one of the most fitting things was uh, you had read a tweet or, or you had read a story saying that. Well, Bill- well actually, I, I saw his daughter do an interview, and she was saying that how her father, Bill Russell, said when he does pass, he doesn't know how gratifying heaven would be because he felt like he lived the best of everything and that heaven was on earth for him. Here. Oh, stop my, it. Okay. Oh, stop. I'm oh. watering up. Yeah. I'm watering up already. Yeah. <sighs> I got a couple fun facts about Bill Russell, the player. Oh, just like quick hitters? Yeah. Right, quick you hitter. go player, and I'll go man. We'll go okay. one for one. Because the man is probably even more legendary than the player, and the player is going to be on the Rushmore basketball. Okay, here's I got two quick hitters, okay? Okay. Bill Russell – Played in 21 winner-take-all games in his basketball career. Okay? All right. Ten of those 21 winner-take-all games were game sevens. Mm-hmm. He is 21-0. and 0. Oh, yeah. He had never lost a clincher whole, in his uh, wow. whole career. Really? But that means he's 0-21 in game sixes. But game sixes is what matters when you got to go to game seven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, that would have been – he oh, he could have needed a game six. Okay, I take yeah, mine. No, yeah, take mine back. He could have been down. <laughs> yeah. No. He could have been down two yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. He'd, have to, he'd have to be down two games because a six would have been a clincher in that moment as well. Right. So he oh, hasn't. Oh, there we go. It's, makes a, sense. it's a game. It's a clincher, not a game seven. So, so if game six was to clinch, he won all those two. So clincher, not yes. winner go homer. Winner which, take all. Which is what I heard. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's pretty neat. What's that go back to? Like high school championships, like state championships and stuff. I think college. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. college well, he, and pros. Well, then your number's probably small then, because I think you won two state championships as well. Yeah, you did. And that would be the same definition, but in the definition we just gave, he won two state high school basketball championships, right. two NCAA championships. All right, I'm doing a tally okay. list. Okay. All right, all right. I got four. Okay, four so far. Yeah. Two high school, two college. Fifty college basketball games in a row. 
50 wins in a row. Oh, my goodness. Well, that doesn't count towards this specific list, but that's still very <laughs> impressive. Okay, Vance is rattling off yes. stuff now. <laughs> okay. this, is, this is talking about how uh, much of a winner he is. Yeah. You're just throwing all the ingredients at me, and like you're like, make a cake. And I'm of like, but champion. you've thrown pasta. <laughs> what, I don't need this pasta to make a cake. Pasta is kind of a cake. Dude, mm, damn it. Okay. Damn it. Won the 56 Olympics. Yeah. All before he was a professional. Then went to Boston and won 11 out of 13 championships. All right, so we can put an 11 on here. <laughs> so that's 17. 18 mm-hmm. counting the Olympics. Wow. Doc, I even think the number's higher. He's like... Just won what everything. You, what do you do when you lose if you're Bill Russell? He doesn't know. He, How, would, he don't know. He never who, had to worry who about Who would you go to? Like, Did you go have dinner with Jerry West? Be like, hey, man, how does it feel when you lose all the time? <laughs> I'm not. I'm a humble dude, but I'm not good at it. Tell me your ways. Yeah. I've only lost two of these my entire life. You, well, the, the crazy thing that you say that um, I, I cannot remember him being the guy that's like, hey, I got these 11 championships. He was never that dude. He, he wasn't like, I'm, we're so used to that. Ring chasing, hey, let them know how many championships, how many rings we have. With the modern athlete, he was never like that. 11, 11 ships as a player, two as a coach, is that right? right? Player coach. 13 ships? Yeah. No, 11. 11. 11, 11 total 13. in the NBA. That's so crazy. Because you – here's the thing, though, because, like, when you're talking about it – I'm just going to use a name like Robert Ory or Steve Kerr. Some of these guys that got a bunch of them, kind of. Yeah, they were definitely not the man no. on the team. <laughs> Bill Russell don't have to tell anyone how many ships he got. No. Game recognizes game. Right. And then on top of that, all what he was doing while winning championships. Like, I remember as a little kid, there was there was certain athletes, didn't matter if they were rivals of your team or – play for an organization that you didn't like, you right. still revered these guys. Mm-hmm. It was Jim Brown. Sure. It was uh it was Kareem. Sure. Um and it was Bill but Bill Russell was that guy because he was different. He was just I don't know, I, I can't even describe it. He was like a he was when I remember he was already old when I was young, but he was still that guy. Like you just revered him, you just he gave that you you gave him that respect. There was a especially dis- as a Laker fan. I was like, oh, he's a as a player, as a player, we'll do multiple on this. We'll, yeah. we'll hit as a person as well. But as a player, he did something a little bit different than like. And you brought the name Kareem because you ever watch? You go to YouTube right now and you're like mm-hmm. top 100 NBA highlights of all time. You're gonna see Kareem getting dunked on a lot. Yeah, you're gonna see Kareem standing watching guys do stuff. Right, or, or you see like Wilt. Blocking the hook shot. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But with Bill, because no one's going to sit here and tell you Bill Russell is the greatest basketball player to ever live. No. You might have a conversation about Bill Russell is the best defensive player to ever live. Mm-hmm. You might have that. That might be in the in, in the conversation. Yeah. Right. See, this is the thing we do with, like, Tom Brady. Easily the greatest, right? Right. He's not the best. Correct. Yeah. I mean, Bill Russell, I think you make an argument. That's the reason that he's in the Jordan argument. Because all the dominance, all the rings, all the winning. You can make a you can make a case that he might not be the best all time, but he might be the greatest of oh. all time. He as far as the Hall of Very Famous goes, he gets to he gets his own wing. 
because there's everything that's on the court, and then there's everything that was off the court. Right. There's They go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. Yep. The only two years of his professional career that he didn't win a championship, he was injured. That is the only reason they lost. Yeah. Bill Russell never loses. He's the first black superstar. I can't come up with one before him. Like, I'm in my head, like, who's the dude of African-American descent who was a superstar in the NBA? That dude's not there. You're right. Doug Collins, he's white. Like, who is – I'm – Got to think because he played in the late 50s. Yeah. Early 60s. You're right. He's got to be. Also, he's the first black head coach. Yes. I can and you're like, think there's Oscar a couch Robertson at local whatever, whatever. That don't count to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the big four, which is really just the big three. Yeah. He's right there. Oh, he's like, I got it. And not only was he first black coach, he won. Did win. First black coach, first black player coach, too. Yeah. Yeah. Don, Martin Luther King Jr. was like, hey, um. Why don't you come march with me on Washington? Jackie Robinson's family is like, hey, why don't you be a pallbearer? Listen to these names. Are you messing with me? Yeah. He was next to Muhammad Ali during his protest of the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama gave him the Presidential Medal of Freedom, boys. Yeah. Put out some amazing words for him, too. Give them to me. That's too much. I'll give you the Cliffs notes, though. There yep. you go. As tall as Bill Russell stood, his legacy rises far higher, both as a player and a person. Perhaps more than anyone else, Bill knew what it took to win and what it took to lead. On the court, he was the greatest champion in basketball history. Off of it, he was a civil rights trailblazer, marching with Dr. King and standing with Muhammad Ali. For decades, Bill endured insults and vandalism, but never let it stop him from speaking up for what's right. I learned so much from the way he played the way he coached, and the way he lived his life. Hmm. It's Cliff Notes. There's also a way longer one. And he gave Charles Barkley the finger on TV. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's going to do it. How do you be a player now and, and look at a guy like Bill Russell and think that you, you're doing what you're supposed to do? Not just as an athlete, but as a human. Oh, guy, you can't make the comparison. Like, What's like, the name of the cat from Charlotte that just didn't get paid? Uh, the, bas- the basketball player got the domestic violence. Oh, oh, the young cat. I yeah. can't think of his name. It don't even matter because it's never yeah. going to matter again. Right. But there's all these dudes right now who are going to no, obviously in pay. Obviously in pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. I don't want to say obviously in this one, I guess. But there are guys currently in the game that reach more people than Bill Russell reached and are not using <laughs> yeah. that outlet the way that I – feel like this is obviously projection that Bill Russell would would champion at the time if it was available to he. And I don't I mean I don't know what that'd be a sure. telegram. I don't know what you'd Well, and also there are a lot of big issues that athletes just stay away from. They they look at themselves as oh it's going to hurt my brand. It's going to hurt me in endorsements and all of that stuff. Like yeah. I don't think this type of athlete will ever come around ever again. Ever. Not even close. We we have LeBron James, but when you look at Bill Russell Compared to that, nah. Well, but you don't get the chance either, like, because that combination of skill and awareness, like, we talk a lot about Colin Kaepernick on this program. Mm-hmm. 
Like Colin Kaepernick. That's true. I mean, if you gave Colin Kaepernick the last six years in the NFL and you'd have put like teams around him with the evolution of the game, am I going to say he can win a Super Bowl? He probably could have. Like he could have before. Probably could have. It's right there, right there, but, but right there. But with him, would he been the central force like Bill Russell was? Like, like have a person on like Bill and, Russell, on yeah, and off. where they like, okay, we need this guy to win. More Bill Russell whenever we get back from the break. Tuning on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I Nine Starter Days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And this past weekend, boys, while I was in Nashville. Well, that was a New Mexico Vodka's weekend, Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, celebrating the life of Bill Russell before we uh, talk about a disgusting gross thing the NFL is. Bill Russell famously said he would give up basketball for civil rights. He said without hesitation, quote, without hesitation, he'd walk away from the game if he thought it would assist the civil rights movement and it would ease racial tension and aid people of color. That last part, it changed. Mm. Kind of um, kind of crazy to think that you're the best in the world at something and have like the internal constitution to just surrender that thing in an effort to help others. Mm. And I want to say I would do that. I want to say I have that internally. But I know for a fact I'll never know. I'm not the best at anything. Crazy. You're right. Yeah, you got to get to the top of the mountain yeah. first. <laughs> you can't make that decision hypothetically. Yeah, it's easy, how would you know? It's easy to quit when you're not the best, huh? Right. Like, ah, oh, forget this. I'm out. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give up radio right now if if we could uh, uh, get all the highway improvements are done. You're like, that's a weird one, Fred. Fred, you're not even the best in this room right no. now. God, well, what are you talking about? Well, I take it back. Today is kind of different because you don't have to be the best to be paid very well. Mm. So you got to think about people who depend on you, too. Yeah. That's another portion you don't really think about. So you have a family. You got people who are looking at you as their support system. So you got to know that probably rubs a lot of people the wrong way too yeah if if bill russell knew that the last guy on the bench still made three quarters of a million dollars not to play mm-hmm. he'd be like okay well that's i, I made my sacrifices right right yeah. well and that's an interesting one too right because like the people that he is supporting are they necessarily family or they necessarily circle no but they're at that time people who can't be served at diner counters mm-hmm. right like, you know and that's at that time in this country and, hey, for real, still parts of this country right now. Yeah. Still parts of this country right now. Yeah, they were telling stories about how they would play down south, and since he was the only black player, he couldn't even sleep in the same hotel as the rest of the team. That's, oh, man, I couldn't do it. No. Like, I, you look back on, on these guys, who what they endured and then accomplished on top of enduring all of that, that had to be just weighing on them 24-7. He was in support of Colin Kaepernick to great lengths whenever Colin Kaepernick was in his uh, well, support of of equalizing police brutality through nonviolent protest, including kneeling during the national anthem. Just kind of never got away from it. it was kind of always a part of it. Mm-hmm. And and there's a time when you can, when you can just step away and kind of right. retire from that life and always stayed front and center. I would just... I don't know, just incredible and inspiring. 
crazy. You know, you know you're doing something right when in the 60s the FBI had a file on you and called you a, quote, an arrogant Negro. Oh, you know, you're doing something important for yeah. the country if the FBI has slander. If they have a horrible nickname for you. Yeah. Boston is like a weird city. You guys been to Boston? No. Heard, heard, heard some horror stories it's about it. It's rough out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's still kind of rough out there. But, like, 50s Boston? Could you imagine? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. No one wants to see you out there. You're the best one on the planet at this thing. Yeah. And your fan base does not support you. Your city does not support you. Bob Cousy and John Havlicek were getting write-in votes for mayor the same time people were breaking into Bill Russell's house and spray wow. painting and defecating in his bed. Mm. He had to live through that. He had to see his white teammates get write-in votes for mayor Dave Cohen's while they were bird. breaking into his home and defacing his property. Oh. Wow. Uh, I mean, because it's talk radio, hero stuff. Yeah, if we're at the bar, there's expletives all around that. Where we get back, only six. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, breaking news. Tommy Pham traded to the Giants. Watch out, Jock Peterson. Wait, is that real? <laughs> Tommy Six. Pham is actually traded to the Giants? Oh, man. Six minutes ago. So Jock Peterson has to be traded. Has to. Is he already? All right, according to Ken Rosenthal, the team that Tommy Pham was traded to has not been named yet. And I... I'm hearing Red Sox. Okay. Well, my my people are telling me it's the Red Sox. That's a boring trade compared to the one I just created. Yeah, that was the one we need. That's <laughs> the one we need. <laughs> How about a shocker and a hater going on to the Padres? Don't care about that. Well, yeah, you're a Cardinals fan, but that's kind of weird that <laughs> he was such a dominant reliever and all of a sudden they give up on him. Yeah, well. I know he had a rough couple of months here, but. The Padres. It's... Yeah, that's where he's, his career's over. nothing nothing to it that's kind of a weird thing too about the mlb trade deadline right now is like a bunch of extensions come out for some reason Mm -hmm. the braves getting austin riley to a decade locking him down to another decade for pennies on the dollar people really want to play for the braves like freddie freeman cried (laughs) Yeah, because he wanted to go back home. That was lame. Acuna, was, yeah. Acuna Jr., Ozzie Albies, uh, Austin Riley are taking underneath the market deals to stay in Atlanta. Joe Musgrove is is Killer Mike right? Are the strip clubs that good in yeah, Atlanta? He yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, he's he very, very correct. He's very correct. These people will not leave this city. Hundred million dollars in Atlanta goes farther than a hundred million dollars in San Diego. Sure, yeah, because you get homes with nice yard and land and all that good yeah. stuff. And you can become like a movie producer all of a sudden, and then you can get residuals forever mm. on weird Walking Dead spinoffs. God, that's all they do now in Atlanta. That's all they do. There's sixteen Walking <laughs> yes. Dead spinoffs. <laughs> Joe Musgrove agreed to a five-year hundred milli. That's another hometown deal. 
Joe Musgrove's worth more than twenty mil a year. He's from San Diego. He wants to stay there. That's like the hometown deal when it actually works out. Yeah. No one ever takes the hometown deal anymore. Well, I mean, the way we're all connected now. This, I started my day this morning in Nashville. It's crazy. I'm here right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what? How Planes, how do they work? Like, it's, you can just kind of be anywhere and everywhere all the time. The NFL's in a weird one. In a weird one. So today, what was this judge's name? So today, the advisement comes out. Deshaun Watson, six games. Okay? Oof. Six game from Sue Robinson. Yes. The Honorable Judge Sue Robinson. And she's like, listen, the NFL has got zero precedent in this kind of stuff. They actually just kind of do whatever they want, regardless of whatever the deal is, all the time. So I don't really have a ton to go off of here. By the way, 23 of these 24 cases are settled. It's not going to be criminal stuff ever again. The one that's not settled, Deshaun Watson wants to go to court because he thinks he's going to win because he's actually claiming it's a side piece that's trying to get in hey, yeah. on this masseuse thing. Like Side pieces should never win. That's <laughs> <laughs> You start, you start cutting them in now. <laughs> you set a dangerous precedent. Yeah, exactly. Become yeah. a main piece. Yeah. It's, it's unacceptable. Yeah. You've already, you have the title of side piece. Yeah, we don't need a, a side piece that's Rosa Parks out here. We don't and, need that. Oh we don't need gosh. the first. No. In, in Sue Robinson's <laughs> defense, like, she's a lawyer. She's a judge. Yep. She has to go off of legal precedent to decide this punishment. Everyone except for the Supreme Court agrees with you. And in, in her defense... There is literally zero evidence. None. A criminal case got thrown out. None. A civil case got thrown out. 20 or 20 plus of these cases got settled. Like, what is she going to say? Even though, like, we want to be as pro-woman as possible as long, I mean, as, as far as we want to protect women, like, you still have to go by a legal precedent. It can't just be an unheralded example. And it's unfortunate as a son to a mother, a brother to a sister, and a father to a daughter, that part of me wanted a way more harsh penalty. But me being like an objective member of the press, I got to realize that she's just doing her job. This is all that she could punish for the information she had, the data she had. I've gone back and forth on this. Like you said, I have two daughters and now I am a part of the press. But I also know this side as well. There are women like this out there. Sorry. There's a lot of y'all don't understand that. Uh, you hear the story and, you're, and you want Deshaun Watson to be this monster. But there is a whole world that is that way. And when the judge doesn't find anything, not just this judge, Sue, Sue Robinson, but other judges in criminal right. cases Circuit and all courts, this. Yep. Look, man. To, when I looked at it that way, I'm 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 one on on the side of, hey, this has got to go. This six to me, six games should not even be on the table if they don't find anything. I can understand there was so much they could go through. There was so much they could do. Um, tr- trust me, they c- went through with a fine tooth comb. Come up with nothing. That should have been the end of it. 
And when when these allegations, that's just how I feel. I agree with it. Yeah. When these allegations started coming out, are you know I both I know Fred. We rarely agree on stuff, but we were like immediately like lock him up and throw away. Right. This guy is a serial predator. That's the initial. But the more information came out, mm-hmm. you're like, oh wait, he's not a serial predator. He's just a creep. Yep. And then even more information came out. It was like, oh, so not all of these cases are unique. Yeah. I think there's only three or four instances of him being a creep and then three or four gold diggers and then like a gray area in the middle. Yeah. And that's what all these judges saw. That's mm-hmm. what the criminal court saw. That's what the first civil case saw. And that's why they didn't have a leg to stand on and settled most of these out of court because it's not as gross and it's not as egregious as we originally thought when the information came out. The well, And that's the thing, too. It's it's the monster you don't see, right? Yeah. Um, the, make sure that everyone's clear on this. The NFLPA and the NFL jointly appointed Sue Robinson. Mm-hmm. Jointly. They did this together. Right. They're like, we're going to get a third-party gal. She's going to be the one who hands it, handles it. In her ruling today, she says, quote, the NFL is attempting to impose a more dramatic shift in its culture without the benefit of fair notice to and consistency of consequence for those in the NFL subject to the policy. Hmm. So here's what she's saying in my layman interpretation. You guys have been creeps for so long, and now that we're trying to stop it, we didn't warn you we were going to stop it. Mm-hmm. So all these dudes have seen the quote-unquote the culture. Right. And they don't, they don't know that it's a changing. The times are a changing. The number one trend today, all day, which hashtag only six. The NFL is gross. And to Deshaun Watson apologists, he very much did something wrong. He very much did something wrong. Part of the agreement is that Deshaun Watson in the future has to get massages from club therapists. Only the team. Well, and not the agreement, the ruling. Yes. Yeah. So he hasn't he, agreed to that yet. But that's what in the ruling. Yes. Yeah. He cannot have this kind of behavior before because obviously the behavior at some level, we may never find out how exactly inappropriate it was, but it's enough that he can't get private massages anymore. We'll know how much he loved those massages if he asked to get traded back to the Houston Texans. Sure. Because <laughs> sure. they were with it. They were, they were knee deep in it too. Um, yeah, this is. You look at all these the the other suspensions for other things, and you know there's a lot of people upset. Like you said, I'm I'm looking here on Twitter at the hashtag only six. You got people calling him. Well, there was people saying this is the misinformation I don't like. They're saying the NFL backs felons. He's not a felon. You got to stop saying that. Sure, that's not what happened here. Um, I think. When you use certain words, there's certain things that people are going to just say, hey, you're guilty. I don't care what happens. Yeah. And this is one of them. So guilty is an interesting one, right? Because I think the three of us will sit here and we'll say he's guilty of nothing. Guilty of something, but guilty of what? I I don't know what it would be legally. Sure. There's a difference between legally and, and. And he's already been judged. By the court of public opinion. Oh, it's going to continue. He's done oh, forever. It's gonna, so, well, I disagree completely. I, I, I disagree with that, too. Because the, the line at Brown's training camp today for Deshaun Watson autographs, out th- to the parking lot. Let me tell you why I disagree. Yeah, but, he is set up 
perfectly to make this a redemption story. Sure. He's on one of the worst, most storied organizations in NFL history. If he leads them not win a Super Bowl, if he does what Joe Burrow did with Cincinnati last year, all of this is done. He's the number one, number one dude. Um, that's it. Okay, look at Michael Vick. We thought Michael Vick was done, and he was guilty of what he did. Mm-hmm. Now he's like kind of a darling in the NFL, in the media. That's, that's crazy for us to see that part, to go from where he was to where he is now. And Michael Vick got caught of his crime. There was evidence of his crime. Mm-hmm. He paid his time for his crime and then went back. Mm-hmm. To me and a lot of people, and again, like we don't have all the data on this, but this seems like a slap on the wrist to Deshaun Watson for the alleged crimes. Do you think a lot of people feel like he got away with it? Yes. Uh, me, being, me being another one of them. I don't see. That's the part I don't know because I feel like, trust me, he's an NFL star. 350 k is all the money he will lose out on, and that it's not to a fine. He's a star, and I believe if they could have found – they want, there was, trust me, they were some things they wanted to find. They wanted to nail him to the wall, and when they couldn't, that's when I say, okay, this is – let's. once football starts, I think this will be a small story, but it won't be as big as it is now. Oh, well, they're the, going to do their best to oh, give yeah. you other stories. You know what the NFL does. Oh, yeah. And we'll continue dissecting this one after the break. I, there's like at least 12 more avenues to go on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not yeah, just pulling – there's a dozen different – Jumping off points here. One I want to hit you guys with is that Cleveland and the NFL knew exactly what was going to happen from day one, and they scripted it. Mm. I got evidence. I got got receipts. More on that theory whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Proud partners with New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Best coffee in New Mexico. Best coffee in the Southwest. Best coffee anywhere as far as I'm concerned. And you want to support a company that does as much for the community as New Mexico Pinon does. So we are so proud being partnered up with New Mexico Pinon Coffee. OG friend of the show. Breaking news. My Houston baseball Astros just upgraded the offense in their catcher position as the Red Sox Christian Vasquez is traded to the Astros for prospects. And Robert, he didn't have to go very far as the Red Sox are in Houston playing <laughs> right now. He just had to walk across the field to go be on his new team. Did he do a jersey swap? <laughs> he, I uh, know he was happy. Those standings change real quick for him. Real quick. I think that's hilarious. Like, he just gets in the dugout. Yeah. Call the dugout hugout. Trade deadline, dugout hugout. Honors his teammates and all of his friends he had there in Boston and just bloop, 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 bloop. Walks right across the field to his new team. I know who's upset about this. It's got to be the Yankees. Your boys have had their number all year long. All year. Oh, man. Yeah, they don't like seeing the uh, Astros being upgraded. Yankees also upgraded. We'll do more about the trade deadline in the 6 o'clock hour when some of this coalesces a little more. But, um, yeah, Yankees get A's pitchers Frankie Montes and Lou Trevino. Frankie Montes might be a dis- uh, difference maker there for the Yankees. Lou Trevino has been getting shelled recently. 
Brewers trade Josh Hader to the Padres. That's a big one. And uh, we're going to hit a little more of these trades later in the program. But now we're going to talk a little more Deshaun Watson. And I got a little uh, tinfoil hat conspiracy theory for you. Yeah, I want to hear this. Robert, did you see the Cleveland Browns schedule? Actually, I only saw the first six games that he's going to miss. Okay. So I did see some of the schedule. So in the first six games, there's going to be two levels here. Number one, all season. Okay. Number two, first six games. Mm-hmm. All season, Cleveland Browns have the second easiest schedule in all of football. Okay. First six games, they have the easiest schedule in all of football. And who are they playing again? Their first game is against the Panthers and Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that should be a win even with Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Right. Then they play the Jets should be a win. Okay. Then they play the Benless Steelers should be a win. Okay. Then they play the Falcons and Marcus Mariota should be a win. They don't play a real team until week five. And the Los Angeles Chargers. Then they go back-to-back Chargers and Patriots. So the Browns should be 4-2 and two without Deshaun Watson. They might be 5-1. and one. You never know, right? They might be 5-1. and one. Could Boy, go any given Sunday in NFL. Boy, boys, who is their quarterback? Jacoby Brissett. No. Who's he's, been, a, he's a loser. Wait okay, a minute, wait better a than Baker Mayfield? Wait, I was just about to say, they haven't had a quarterback since Bernie Kosar. Zach Wilson? And what they, the, way, the way they play now is they run the ball, they play power football, and they play great defense. Yeah, and they, and they, and they got that. That's not going to change their roster. Well, and, okay, so let's say the NFL knew that this was going to happen. Uh-oh. Wouldn't you give the Browns the easiest schedule possible <laughs> for public perception? Okay? Let's say the NFL knew that, and maybe just this, the easiest schedule in all of football, maybe that's just a fluke, all right? Maybe that's just a one-off well, it, but happening. It, it's not a flu- – so it's part of their formula, though. Correct. Yeah, so, from, from the previous year. Yeah, so yeah. losers play losers. Mm-hmm. Correct. And this is a team of losers. Yep. But why so, did they stack all these losers right at the beginning of the year? Well, no matter what, you have to pick from losers. Because I think you even mentioned it before I sat back down, which is it's the second weakest no matter what. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a run of just like – Straight losers, and I don't think these losers are going to become winners when they have a new loser quarterback instead okay. of their old loser quarterback. There's no Ravens, no Texans, no, I mean, sorry, no Ravens, no Bengals, no Buccaneers, no Bills. Uh, and so the only t- real teams they play in the first six weeks are the Chargers and the Patriots. That's by design. And then also, look at Deshaun Watson's contract. Chargers aren't going to lose again. That insane amount of money that he's getting paid. All the, like a record for guaranteed money. He only gets paid a million dollars year one. Well, yeah, I mean that's my design. That's why because they knew they're going to miss time. How okay. much time? Okay, so here's where your theory has holes in it. Well, done has <laughs> holes in it, Robert. Because I'm I'm looking after that Patriots game. Welcome back, Deshaun Watson. We're going to make sure you know how to play football still because you play the Ravens, then you play the Browns, then you play the Dolphins, then you play the Bills. Then you play Tampa Bay. Well, <laughs> like that's a rough five he, game. He's not your starter in game seven because this. Yes, sus- he is. Suspended means you aren't there. You're not practicing. You're not with the team. Trust me. Just you, like that. You, you, 100%. you're telling he's me. He's practicing with the team right now. Yeah. yeah well, it changes, though, whenever the season Yeah, when the season starts, yeah. he can't practice. Yeah. But 
you're telling me you got him who hasn't even played. He didn't play last year. Hey, according to Van, the team's sitting at five and one, and you're going to take. I'd out say your, four and two. Yes. you're taking out yes. your winner, Jacoby Brissett. When two hundred thirty million, get out there. Mm-hmm. He's only making one million this you year. You better have been playing Madden or something. Or he's only making <laughs> six hundred sixty thousand this yeah. year. Actually, about three hundred and whatever it was, forty k. So, but that's why I said they're, they're setting them up because they're going to have a good start. And if he doesn't continue it, boy, that town is going to turn on him. Oh, it's going to be all type of massage oils thrown on the field. So that, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Everywhere. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When right now, all right, so the, I want to make sure I got this right, the, the Cleveland Rape Crisis Center. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Doesn't approve. Yeah. You should not have movements Duh. through your life. Yeah. Duh. Where people who are at the, any crisis center. Right. Put any word in front of the phrase crisis, crisis. center. Yeah. And if the crisis center is oppo you, that means you're the crisis. Yeah. There's going to need to be a Deshaun Watson crisis center in Cleveland. Well, you can't legally search out private massages anymore. As long as he's, as long as he's employed by the NFL, he has to get massages from Browns personnel. It's a stipulation of the new agreement. He has to. What are we? That's going to get thrown out, though. I'm telling you, that's not going to make. It. Oh, that's going to get thrown out, like yeah. Kyler's, Kyler's studying. Or that's like that's loose verbiage. Like they could, yeah, you can come get them through us, but they can be another Houston Texans situation. You think Cleveland's going to have like a hundred <laughs> massage therapists on their roster? Exactly. Ugh. Just W nine. Just W nining everyone. Oh man. <laughs> so gross. They get they get entry into the building, but they don't get a parking pass. Like cool. It'd be like the Texans would just get a hotel room. However you get here. Yeah, this guy I'm gonna say the NFL sure was in on it. I'm gonna say I guess Cleveland was in on it. But what's the NFL doing Cleveland any favors for? Because it's been so horrible for so long. The NFL's been horrible to them or both. It's an abusive relationship both ways. Um and that's why they're into Deshaun because yeah. like your father. Exactly. Yeah. The I think I get lost on the the idea that's full collusion because I kind of feel like all the reports we were seeing was one year, no matter what. And then for some reason, it was like six to eight games, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And now you're in a point. And by the way, the NFL is not going to appeal anything no. until the 72nd hour. Sue, right. Sue Robinson had this decision two weeks ago. They've been She's just been giving the NFL and the NFL PA time to figure out what's appropriate for both Neither, yeah. No one's going to dispute this. It's six games. That's why the NFLPA was like, we agree with whatever she says. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you already know. Because you already know what she said. Yeah. You, this mm-hmm. is three-way negotiated. Mm-hmm. I almost think you have to wait for, like, and it's us right here on this program right now. I think you have to wait for the court of public opinion if you're the NFL, though. Because, like, obviously you're going to get hashtag only six trending for a day. That makes sense. Two days? Probably makes sense to me. Three days? Okay, I think I'm still in. Does it make it four? Does it make it five? Preseason. Does nah, pre- the first, first pre- Yeah, the first preseason game. The Hall, of, the the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, it's going to be radio silence except for us. And that's we Thursday, care. right? So from the, Hall, so from the Hall of Fame game to week seven. Yep. Yeah. Till by the, by the time he, he's off of his six-game six suspension, yep. it'll bring it back up. And then from there, it depends on how he performs on the field. He can play in the preseason. So, in theory, 
He won't take snaps in the preseason. He won't. There's no way. There's you no can't way. put him out there yet. There's 0% chance. So that means the first time on the road is Cleveland at Carolina to open the season. He's not in that game. No. They're going to talk about it. They're going to – well, and the fans. The it's Baker. how the fans react. And it makes – it's exacerbated by the fact that Baker's going to be there. So and then you think the comeback game, Van, is the 23rd at Baltimore – and Baltimore fans. Oh, that's one of the worst places that's to be. The worst, maybe. <laughs> you got them in Philadelphia. Yeah. And also, the Ravens used to be the Browns. Like, this is a whole yeah, deal here. Yeah, There's you're right. Layers. Mm-hmm. Layers in this onion. Got it coming to them, no matter what it is. I'm not worn out on it yet. More to Sean Watson where we get back. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. A lot of football talk today. Recipes, Bill Russell. Sad one. 88's a good run. Hell yeah. You know oh, my, yeah. My grandma just went. She was 88. Mm. Good run. When she was a kid, she was telling me stories. She was like, when I was a kid. And then she's like, a, a wagon wheels, a, a wagon would show up with ice cream on Sundays. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> that was in your lifetime? That's why they called them Sundays. <laughs> oh, who knew? Not me. I thought I made that up. Oh, <laughs> but it kind of makes sense Man. now. Kind of makes sense now, doesn't it? She said, "We got a scoop of ice cream on a cookie, and we were happy for a week." And I'm like, "The depression was weird." <laughs> or they, a whole they they're week? so <laughs> a whole week. I, wow. No, it's because they never had access to sugar their whole lives, mm. and they were high on sugar for a week. That's what. That's it was. probably true. Yeah. And then it started to wear off, yeah. like Friday, Saturday. And then, then Sunday hit. And on Friday they go, oh, beet soup. <laughs> <laughs> Not like these soft kids today being born into McDonald's and everything. Else. Uh, <laughs> I got off that. Uh, so I so I had to catch a flight this morning in Nashville. So I get on this plane. I get to the airport at 4 a.m. Nashville. So what's that here? 3 a.m. here? 3. Cool. So then the, the plane leaves the Nashville at 5 a.m. Nashville. So 4 a.m. here. I get to the Denver, and then I got to fly here because you can't fly direct from Albuquerque anywhere. My first stop, boys. Cinnabon. No, two sweet teas from McDonald's because I needed my juice. I was like, I just, I just need a hit. I'm jonesing. I've been up too long. I got to do award-adjacent radio. MLB trade deadline is coming down. Lots in the world of that. We're talking about the six-game suspension. I think it's the court of public opinion and reaction that's going to dictate if the NFLPA asks for less or if the NFL asks for more. You boys both think all parties are settled at this point. Yeah, I think it's agreed upon already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel that way. I feel like if the outrage continues, the NFL says, we want it eight. They got three days. They got three days. Yeah. What's today, one days? I think it should have been two years. They settle for a year, bing, bang, boom, see you next year, Deshaun. I think that's a good – hey, but my original – keep in mind, boys, yeah. my original guess was zero games. Yeah, it was. I didn't think he was going to get in trouble at all. I think if a criminal in a civil court can't charge him, how can the court of public opinion and the NFL? Mm-hmm. So I, I thought he was going to get off just scot-free. Mine was six because I went off of – I do believe that's the time that Tom Brady got. Wasn't it, didn't he get six games? Four. For a delay game? We got game? four games. We got four games. Down to two. Four down to two. Four down to two. 
Ben Roethlisberger got a six. Six. He got a six go. back. Yeah. But, Van, you had a list, including, like, Terrell Pryor, who got five games for tattoos he got in college. Yeah. Terrell, also, t- Terrell Pryor, five-game suspension in the NFL for free tattoos he got in college. And if it would have happened now, he'd be a millionaire in college. Yeah. Name Terrell. Face up NIL. <laughs> Terrell Pryor, name, image, likeness? Yeah. Like, Get one tattoo in college for free or my times have changed. Two dozen sexual assault accusations, harassment and proper behavior. It's about the same thing, says the NFL. Well, one more game. <laughs> God. He got one more game than the guy who got free tattoos. Your boy Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. A year. For non criminal. Yeah, legal. It's legal gambling. What he did was legal. He logged on to DraftKings. Michael Kendricks, eight games for insider trading. Miles Garrett, six games because he took one swing at a quarterback. On national television? Like, he got Miles Garrett, as passionate as he is about W's in the win column. He's a loser. Same amount of time as this? Vontez Burfecht got double the games. For targeting. That's a career of targeting, though. <laughs> yeah. They warned him for like three years, and he just kept doing it. He was like a scud missile out yeah. there, though. <laughs> Di- different game, same accusation, non-criminal sexual assault to one individual, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer got two years. Trevor Bauer got two years, and with time, air quotes time served during the investigation, it's a year. It's a year mm-hmm. suspension, which I thought would have been right on the money for Deshaun Watson. Well, and a lot of people are like, Deshaun Watson already missed a year. That had nothing to do with any of this. No. That's that he, he hated the out. Texans. Yeah. Right. And he, wasn't he still getting paid, right? He got paid for last year. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, that's not the same. No. Not at all. And it's actually different money because he got on the um, physically available, not available list, so that money could go towards the team, blah, blah, blah. So it didn't even hurt the Texans. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, there's a lot of lawsuits open on the Texans right now. A couple of them have been squashed already. Yeah, yeah but that's not going to be that's not going to hit the news like this. No. Here's a report from Pro Football Talk. The personal conduct policy has been removed from the NFL Communications website. Huh. Mm. You cannot click on well, well, well. The personal conduct policy to download a copy for yourself. At your boys at TalkABQ, I do apparently have a Google Dropbox link of it that uh, that I ripped from the internet. <laughs> but what about Gruden's emails? <laughs> also, the NFL did not find Deshaun Watson. Not one iota. Mm-mm. You will catch a fine in the NFL if your do-rag is the wrong color underneath your helmet. Yeah. Correct. Or, or your shoes. Or your or, socks. Or custom shoes or yeah. socks. Yeah. You're if your right. visor is not the correct tint, Robert. Yes. On your face mask, mm-hmm. you will catch a fine. Do you hear me, boys? Yes. I'd never last in the NFL with the socks I wear. There's just no way. If there was a sock-free <laughs> rule, that would be the only thing in the NFL. Think everyone would just wear no socks? No, no. I mean, the amount of, like, sock game... Oh, would be uh, so strong. You could be just as unique and creative as you want on your sock game. 
I just want them to be like Madden players, where you can just put the visors, the neck rolls, the whole the, thing. I want the the custom shoes, Brian the, Cox, everything. Yes, yeah. that's what I want. How much money would Robert make outside of SoFi Stadium, creating custom, just like you do at the carnival, those spray paint T-shirts, but on socks? Yeah. Oh, like those yeah. sweet R.I.P. ones and mm-hmm. stuff. God, that'd be so fire. I. Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, but that very much already exists. <laughs> <laughs> that is a yes. That is a whole industry outside mm-hmm. of football stadiums. R- Robert goes to Austin Eckler. He's like, "Listen, man, I can do a cool rendition of a, of a lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just do one for you, man." Yellow socks, white socks, don't matter. There we matter. go. Dude. Yeah, I don't know if this memorabilia ever makes it up to the players, but I've since I was a kid, I've seen people with like bootleg stuff outside of mm-hmm. stadiums, like just making it on the spot. Yeah. My Super Bowl shirt from the Super Bowl we went to was a $5 on the spotty boy. Correct. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> As was yeah. mine. And, and wait, that was in the hood, too. Yes. Uh, that was that we, one's authentic. We were basically. Smells like Roscoe's. We were, we were basically a, a block from where Nipsey Hussle passed away. Correct. <laughs> That's yeah. what got him at. Mm-hmm. What does this say about Roger Goodell's legacy? Like, not Deshaun Watson right now. Yeah. What's this say about. Goodell. You know what's so funny? Goodell has actually he's, he's backed up a little bit. He's not in the forefront like he used to be. Break that one down for me whenever we get back from the break. Tubin on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by the Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And the weekends are for New Mexico Vodka. Tell her vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. One full hour of the NFL is gross. Man, speaking of gross, I'm glad. Uh, I hope there wasn't a hot mic on that commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun Watson has caught a six-game recommendation from Judge Sue Robinson to be seen if the NFL or NFLPA is going to appeal the decision. Obviously, NFL for greater, NFLPA for less. Robert, you were talking before the break about how you felt this will or will not put a tarnish greater or lesser on that of Roger Goodell. I think he's he's already tarnished, but it's just going to make it worse. And I think he knows that. That's why we haven't seen him. When's the last time you saw Roger Goodell? I assume he had COVID. I mean, it's his job to speak for the owners. He doesn't have to be the moral compass of American pop culture. He just needs to make money for the owners. That's his job. That's who votes men. That's mm. who appoints him. That's if, a good if, point. If the bottom line is there, it don't matter what he does. Does he, it matter that Robert Kraft caught zero games? Does it matter that the Patriots, because this is so very similar, recognizing that all that information was obtained illegally in an investigation yeah. and it was thrown out of criminal court yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But still. Same thing in theory. Close. It's quite close. Yeah. Yeah. Zero games, zero dollars. Yeah, you know, not a Robert Kraft, you get the point. You know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like, it was... There was an exchange of funds, mm-hmm. and all actions were consensual. While it's gross to most people, I mean, that's legal in a lot of places in this country. What Deshaun Watson did is illegal everywhere. Deshaun just... Watson can forever claim his innocence on this thing, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. no proof. There's no, there's no concrete data. All right, Robert. You're a big sports guy. 
Yeah. You got a bunch of big sports guys in your life. We are sitting one years from today. Nah, mm-hmm. forget that. Three years from today. Got you. What is the conversation about Deshaun Watson? Depends on who the person is. Because there are it, people that don't care right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to put it. I, I look at Ben Roethlisberger. I put it to him like that. He won multiple championships. No matter what, when his name is brought up, you look on Twitter, you still people, you still have people bringing up his situation. That's how it's going to be with Deshaun Watson. But it's not going to be a like a huge uproar. I, I agree. Um, like we're just making light of the catcher Reese McGuire who just got traded today. Right. Like forever, he's going to be the guy that caught got caught masturbating in a grocery store parking lot because he couldn't wait to get to his house for whatever reason. Right. Something, something, something. Couldn't wait. He's that guy forever. So to me, somebody who's talked about this ad nauseum, Deshaun Watson's going to be the creepy massage guy forever. If you walk into my barber shop in a Deshaun Watson jersey, I'm going to roast you right away. For the uh, the exact amount of time that I am there. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. Not going to stop. No. But it's the same if you walk in a Mike Vick jersey. Correct. If you mm-hmm. walk in and in an Aaron Hernandez jersey. Yep. Ray Rice, the list goes on. Alvin Kamara. Right. I'm just going to roast you. He's forever going to be in that one. Depends. It kind of depends. If he wins, it'll kind of balance out, depending on what part of the country you're in. By the way, there's a little bit of closure on this, which we've been waiting for for a long time now. There's none on Kamara. Yeah, that kind of went away. Yeah, what's going on there? Well, it's just not done yet. Like, he's not going to They're waiting for criminal court. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't have to do anything yet. What you can do right now is you can put him on the list. Okay, you're on the list. And the hearing, I think, just got delayed like two months. Yeah. Right. Like today? It got delayed two months? Well, Kamara, I mean, is Kamara's on camera? Oh, in a casino in Las Vegas? Oh, what? Yeah. All, yeah. Of, all of that yeah. is. Yeah. So that's that's what's going to change for him. When that footage gets put out, gets yeah. put out, that's when the interest will come back. And kind of like Ray Rice, because you heard about it, but it was like, ah, whatever, until that footage came out. But he's always going to point everyone in the future is going to point at Deshaun Watson and be like, well, look at, but what about this? How are you going to suspend me a whole year when you only did Deshaun Watson six games? Yeah, because that footage is different. That footage is different. Public opinion. Ray Rice never came back. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That footage always hits different. If you just show me, like, and at the time cell phones weren't what they are now, but if you show me, like, the RCA handheld camera with Sarah McLaughlin music, over Mike Vick's, <laughs> like, property. Mike Vick don't get the second chance that Mike Vick got. <laughs> Never. If you had the video. You got that video. Well, there was a lot of horrible pictures. Yeah, see, remember, yeah. they yeah. walked, they, but that came out after the fact. Um, if there was a video of them, like, backhoeing up the graveyard. Mm-hmm. There were pictures of dog, they, dead they, dogs. They had all of that. Dead, it, but dead dogs you, chained up. But if you remember, that was way after. Mm-hmm. The Ray Rice stuff, it didn't start until that footage came Ray out. Ray Rice was going to get off until then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he had caught a couple games, though. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's not what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. not then the Ravens giving up on him. For, and, by the way, you also end up having that conversation about NFL pensions. You know, yeah. You know, and it just becomes like an easy out on it. Yeah. One hour of the program left. We're going to talk things that aren't Deshaun Watson, I promise.
It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Been a good, well, hour and a half of the program today. First hour was sus. Yeah, first 20 mm-hmm. minutes didn't go so great. That's yeah. behind us now. <laughs> not, hey, not our fault. It's not about blame. It's not about blame. It's team effort here. Yeah, if we're going to blame anybody, let's blame the Russians. That's a deal? Where's Breeding Griner? She in transit? They, no. The Russians have hacked our show multiple times. <laughs> For real. A few times in the past year. Give me, or, one, or just, give me one example. Or it could just be minor technical difficulties that we blame <laughs> on the Russians. I remember one time we were talking about Brittany Griner and the Russians. and it, Everything went out. It uh-huh. did. Yesterday, um, former President Trump went pro-Russia on it. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, actually, on this Griner thing, I'm, I'm pro-Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Bring him back, man. We need more sound bites <laughs> like that. Oh, gosh. I'm. There's no way to make this sound any better, but I'm pro Russia on who won the trade. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think Russia won, wins the trade, and it's not even close. Well, actually, they were asking for another person. Yeah. They were. That's just what they need. <laughs> it's like she's so tall, add another person. <laughs> if you stack them up, there's one Brittany Griner. Donald Trump yesterday said Griner is, quote, a potentially spoiled person. Yeah. And he would know. <laughs> no, the, the second part of that. Did you see the second part of that? Where he said she was, quote, loaded up with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> loaded up? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Which is an exaggeration under cannabis arrest, obviously. That's horrible, man. Oh, loaded man. up with drugs? That makes me think physically, like she was physically loaded up. That's yeah. a, like muling. Yeah, that, yeah. that's exactly like, what I thought. Like she filled up her prison purse. Like. Oh gosh, it's not a pol- it's not a political show, but Donald Trump also. Is, I don't know what this new Twitter is that he has. It's not Twitter. It's something else. It's like a fake Twitter. Mm-hmm. But he's like, Joe Biden doesn't have COVID. He's got dementia, and you're like. It's pretty spot on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go yeah. down this rabbit hole. Oh, gosh. Speaking of weird overseas stuff, Charles Barkley decided to quit the live. And I guess he could have told him in person in New Jersey as they were completing in a tournament at a Donald Trump golf courts. What is going on here? It's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> a golf tournament that was held... In the blast zone of September 11th, we had to see the towers from where <sighs> the golf course was. And you got a Saudi-backed golf course, like, right in your back pocket. Ugh. Liv is not accidentally picking this venue. No, yeah. they know what they're doing. <laughs> like, yeah. Oof. Where's your next one? The Pentagon? Middle of Pennsylvania? Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> The live should build a golf course right there in the middle of Pennsylvania. That is something they would. Do. Oh, just just buy a whole bunch of Amish land real quick. Oh, they need they need to get another W real quick because they lost out on Barkley. Another W like George W. I thought <laughs> they got W as in Watson, comma Bubba. Bubba Watson joined the the live tour. When was this? They didn't get a couple into last week. Oh, okay, but they didn't get Barkley. I thought Barkley was a sure thing. Barkley seemed like a perfect fit. Oh, I don't care where the money comes from, man. Somebody got in his ear. You think? Because he was there. He was there. 
He wouldn't have even have entertained it publicly. He was there. Somebody got in his ear. Well, I'll tell you, he, he was defending them and turning them down yeah. in the same breath. Mm-hmm. It was all those golfers because these guys get – the second they show up to the tournaments, they get paid that second. It's not they got to play through. They don't even got to do – like before you even start to play four days of golf, they hand you all the money. Oh, my goodness. Like this entire job is giggles. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. Live what? Yeah, that's the weird thing, the unique thing about golf and for a lot of a lot of the tournaments, tennis as well, is you're just like an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. You're out there on their own. You you pay for all your own costs. Nothing gets covered whatsoever by the PGA or the tournament until you win, and then you get paid. Liv turned that on its head and be like, oh, yeah, you can just give you money. <laughs> yeah, you can just have some. Yeah. You should have said something a long time ago. Please be we present. Got, we got tons. Yeah. And we don't have any shoe rules, John Daly. Whatever you want to do. These, <laughs> play these, barefoot. We don't care. These Saudi billionaires, like, they will buy cars and drive them and just leave them in a parking garage. When they run out of gas. With no intention whatsoever <laughs> of getting the car back. It's crazy. It is a problem in UAE and Dubai and Saudi Arabia. For abandoned luxury cars. Abandoned luxury yes. cars. And really nice parking garages. <laughs> That's just a crazy like, problem to have. There's just supercars all yeah. over these places just sitting there. I think I've told you this story on air before. I went to a baseball game one time with a guy who ran, like, all these health clubs around the country. Mm-hmm. He, he owned, like, whatever, 100 different health clubs. Millionaire dude. Very nice. We all know millionaires. Like, it's not like we're sitting here as adults that don't have millionaire friends. None of us are millionaires. <laughs> Anyways, I go to the baseball Yet. game with this guy. <laughs> We're sitting there. It gets a little chilly. It doesn't get cold. Mm-hmm. It gets a little chilly. He goes in the team store, buys one of those, like, I don't know, $220 team jackets. You know what I'm talking about? Like the one you wear in the, the bullpen? The yeah. ones that no one ever buys. No one ever buys. Yeah. yeah. Puts it on, wears it for a couple innings. The game ends. He takes it off and sits it down on the chair, and it starts to walk away. And I'm like, Did a tear drop come down your eye? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this thing was only a couple hundred bucks, but I'm like, I'm like, we're on different levels. Yeah. This, first of all, no $220 team jacket. Don't care what team. Mm-hmm. Secondly, just going to leave her right there? He's, he's like, I'm not, I'm not cold anymore. It probably didn't even take. Oh, my goodness. Like, not even enough time to take the tags off. He could probably just returned it. Yeah, Gary. Worst case scenario <laughs> oh. for a gift card or something of equal or lesser value. He's like, I feel like I don't even you're, want a shot. You're talking at a, getting another one of these later. You're talking foreign language to him right now. Yeah. He's just like what? Hey, full on side note story. Van and I went to a Rockies game on this guy's dime one time, mm-hmm. where he had like what Rockies bucks? Yeah, two hundred dollars worth of Rockies bucks. Well, yeah, I don't. I think it was more than that because yeah. we like he just hands us the Colorado Rockies credit card. That he gets for like his season tickets for the Rockies, and he's like, "Here you go, boys." And we're like, "What is, what is this life?" Oh I'm goodness. just I'm like, "Hey, it's good in the team store." How much you want to bet <laughs> we could each drink two hundred dollars worth of booze, and that's what not I was... get a drop of food. Oh my god, it was a couple hundred bucks per ticket. <laughs> yes. That's what it was. Wow. Yeah. And we're like, every game you do this, and it's not he's not touching his own money either. Oh gosh, like, no, no, who knows. <sighs> So weird, but I'm like into it. I'm, I'm into people who have forget you major league baseball jacket, official authenticated jacket money. 
forget you. Major League Baseball is making all the trades today. All the money is going out. Anything from the trade? I guess trade deadlines tomorrow. Anything from the day before that makes you boys go, hmm? I mean, it's all Juan Soto's fault that there's not more movement. Everyone is like, all the major players are holding on to their assets and have just clawing at the chance to get Juan Soto. So there's not as much movement as there should be right now because the Juan Soto sweepstakes aren't over. But besides that, Luis Castillo to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm going blank. Uh, Frankie Montes to the Yankees. Andrew Benatini to the Yankees. Also, yeah. We, we talked about that one last week. Uh, Josh Hader to the Padres. And then in, I think, less noise-making news, but Trey Mancini and Christian Vasquez going to the Astros. Basically, Astros in the last hour have the biggest, pilfered the American League East. The biggest story is what didn't happen. Yeah. So Shohei staying is the biggest story. There's there's no way he was going anywhere. He's such a cash cow for what organization owns him. If we'd had this conversation exactly one years ago about Juan Soto, you would have said the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, <clears throat> And I, plus it's the Angels. If To be honest, if you want to win, you got to think about honest. that. You got to think about that. The the haul that they could get for him, they got too many holes on that organization and, and that team for them not to just think about it. But oh yeah, you take offers. Any yeah. any general manager takes any offers on anybody. There's no player in baseball that's a hundred percent off limits. If you give the perfect package, the Yankees will part with Aaron Judge, even while he's in the middle of a home run race. Right. If you give Well, it's not a race when you're the only guy and yeah. it's gonna be like, Yeah. But but a see, race that, against Maris. Yeah. But, the thing is, they're the Yankees, though. They got a history. They're like, ah, this guy. Yeah. They can do that. They can be arrogant with well, there's, big there's, players. And right now, if you're in a position where you can buy, so say you can't get Soto. Say you can't. How many baseball games Fernando Tatis Jr. by playing? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you're like, if you're like, zero. Good yeah. point. So if you're like, Soto, like, you can't get him. Like, they're not, like, Washington's not going to pull the trigger. Do you just go and then let him sit? Go get Fernando Tatis Jr. and let him sit till he's good. Because it's not like it's going to change you anyways. But then when the time comes, I was obviously I look at my St. Louis Cardinals all the time. My St. Louis Cardinals don't have, by the way, weakest schedule for the remainder of the season. I don't know if you saw that. Sure. So set up for success. Compared to teams that are going to make the playoffs, the worst pitching. Not even close. Mm-hmm. They have terrible pitching. They'll be even worse pitching next year. So it's like, do you go and you clear out your farm system, you do all this stuff, for a guy who can maybe patrol the outfield if you don't sign him to extension? But I don't think Soto gets traded unless he signs to an extension. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I don't think you just rent him out for the remainder of his contract. Even for two and a half years of Juan Soto, you still have to pay an exorbitant amount because he makes a middling team a contender. He makes a contender the favorite. Right. He's that good. But do you so get you rid of all to, your arms? You don't. I mean, you don't blow up the farm. Yeah. Okay. But, That's what I'm asking. But you give above market price. For a guy that you know improves, it's the two birds in a bush argument here. Your favorite NFL draft argument, the draft picks don't matter. Right. Like, prospects don't matter. You don't know if these guys are going to turn out to be studs. Like, there's very few Kyle Tuckers, Juan Sotos, uh, Steven Strasburgs, Carlos Correas, like these high early picks that Mm -hmm. you know are going to pan out if they stay healthy. That's, that's the exception. That's not the rule. So if you're giving 
five of your top ten or twenty prospects up for a Juan Soto, it don't matter. Because only one or two of these guys are going to pan out or even be major league caliber players. You blow it up for a sure thing. It's a little interesting to me, too, right now, where it's, say if you do have a guy in your system that you think is exceptional, you think, and by the way, the way numbers are now and the way scouts are, kind of everyone knows who everyone is everywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to hide a dude up through your system, or if you've got a guy still playing 2A ball that's maybe got the skills to be a 3A ball, but you don't want to have the eyes on him at 3A and get all these, all that's about to change, too, in two days. Because mm-hmm. now all these, the isotopes will be a different team in two days. Yep. Which is kind of an incredible thought. Also, with the way the wild card is now, do you make all these moves? Because so many teams are in the mix. And if you're currently That's true. If you're currently in the mix, do you want to move the guys that got you in the mix? Or do you, if you do, do you want to move for a guy that's going to get you, like, advantage in the mix? Hmm. Maybe yeah, the, and you're seeing a lot of these. Like, the Brewers had a very smart trade for the future of their organization. They know they only got one more year of Josh Hader. So they get two prospects, a guy who could come in and close, and uh, I'm going blank. Trevor Rogers? No. No, Devin Williams is going to be their closer now. Trevor, whatever his name, that came from the Padres. Sorry, going brain fart. Yeah, Rogers. I got it right the first time. Anyways, Trevor Rogers can step in for Josh Hader. He could be the eighth inning guy. Devin Williams is a ninth-inning guy. You get Denelson LeMay, who had Cy Young votes two years ago, and two prospects. It's a genius move. Well, and, and it, no, seem, it seems like the Brewers are selling their best player, but they're replacing their best player and getting assets for the future. And, and you're saying, I think, exactly right, talking about like the Padres or the Astros or the Brewers or whoever works, and I don't care what names they are. If you're a baseball team that can currently set up 7, 8, 9, you're, that's the mix. Like I was talking about the mix like the playoffs. The mix is any team that has seven, eight, nine, right? Because then you can beat anyone in the league. Because that's how good, I mean, all these players and all these relievers are now. Um, pitching is better than hitting unless you're Aaron Judge. Two men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Hey, do you guys know there's NFL news that's not Deshaun Watson? What? You guys know that? A little bit. Debo Samuel got paid. As he should. What's his deal? Five years, 75 mil? Yep. 58 guaranteed, I do believe. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. They were all super serious about it, too. I thought it was kind of posturing in the beginning. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Just because of the way he was. He was acting. Yeah. I love everyone. And what? where that puts Debo, I think it has him ranked sixth. I saw a little... Yeah, metric earlier. He's sixth, the sixth highest paid wide receiver now, right? Yeah. And I think that slots him in kind of perfect for his annual value. But he gets to be a free agent when he's 29. Mm-hmm. If he's still that talented and that healthy, he's going to get paid again. An example of that is Tiger Kill's 28. Devontae Adams is 30. DeAndre Hopkins is 30. Cooper Cup is 29. So all those guys are the highest paid ones, and they're all that exact age. Yep. Yeah, they set it up kind of how DK Metcalf was set up. Yep. Those guys are still young, but when it's time to re-up, they'll kind of be in their prime, I want to say. Stephon Diggs, 29. It's smart for the Niners because he's an asset, and you're going to want to use the hell out of him. How they are. You're going to pump 10, 12, 15 targets a game, five rushes a game. 
you're going to ride that thing till the wheels fall off after three years. Yeah, especially with uh, Trey Lance being your new quarterback. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. When are we going to start putting some respect on Christian Kirk's name? Because none of this money stuff happens. <laughs> the biggest heist in <laughs> one of the biggest heists ever. Set the trend, yeah. boys. Isn't that bonkers? Yeah. None of this happens. The highest paid number two wide receiver in the history of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't a number one. No. It's absolutely insane to me. Hey, what if what if Sunshine like turns him into like the goat? No, that will no. not happen. That will not happen at all. You sure, man? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Kirk. K I R K. Four letters. Rice. R I C E. Four letters. Coincidence? I think not. Next, Jerry Rice, Christian Kirk, write it down. <laughs> You're going to tell me <laughs> the lineup is Christian Kirk, uh-huh. Marvin Jones, and, Which one? and Zay Jones, and this is this is the arsenal that's going to win games for you? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No. Those some talented Jones boys. That's, they're not. They're not talented. Those are the worst Jones trio i've ever heard of right there. you give me hill waddle and wilson over in miami which is like yeah. five minutes from there yep i'm winning the super bowl that is a much better threesome that might be the best threesome in the game one two punch it's hard to hard to deal with there and the money's right on two of those dudes i mean the one dude that's Terry hill that's the formula now though right mm -hmm. get a rookie quarterback surround him with talent now everyone's going to doubling down on Tyreek. Waddle might be in line for like a career year. Uh, it depends on if the quarterback can get him the ball, though. Well, in mm. year two, it should be a career for him. Because it's better than the last one. Yeah, I mean, it's, mm. it's, the bar's pretty low <laughs> right now, currently. You have to take what I said quite literally. Yeah, that's <laughs> Pick one moment to take something I say literally, and it's just now. This is the energy you have when your best wide receiver is Sammy Watkins. <laughs> I think he's Christian <laughs> Christian Watson, but that's fine. You think Christian Watson's better than Sammy Watkins in Green Bay? Yes, I do. So Yeah, baby. Hall of Famer, Alan Lazard. Nah man, those are a bunch of Madden sixty eights. Sorry, bro. We sorry. <laughs> we finally caught up with the Madden rankings <laughs> on Friday. Fans like, but like a creative 68. Yeah. Like, but look at his awareness. <laughs> yeah, he can run set plays with him. His awareness is 72. <laughs> Muhammad Sanu is in Miami. Like your fourth guy? He is? Yeah. And he was he was a pretty good uh, receiver good with Atlanta. Wow. Dang, I need to reevaluate Miami because that's I'm, crazy. Sanu and Julio Jones are the same number on their respective depth charts. Number right four. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like if the NFL did that. If you're number one wide receiver, we're number one. If you're number two, we're number two. Like the Yankees lineup of old, like a mm. cast system. I'd be into that. <laughs> All right, DJ Moore, congratulations. I guess he's already number one. He's been one. Hey, Robbie Anderson might be number one. We had that conversation. You know he goes by Robbie now? Look, look. See, you're doing the same thing. He had a news conference. You're losing me. No, listen. Right. So the spelling was R-O-B-B-I-E. That's my mm -hmm. understanding. Not not anymore. He wants to go by Robbie. R-O-B-B-E-Y. Rob Bay. He said it's more catchy. 
Say it again? Yeah. It's more it's the same pronunciation, oh, but the spelling is different. He definitely needs to be a number five receiver. He this makes thirty million dollars, so that, <laughs> no. that's pockets Fred Slow. Legally? Did he legally change uh, two letters? I, I believe so. What say it again? Robay? No. Robbie. It's just Robbie. It's still Robbie. And he just spells it yeah. differently. It's not like he became like a male model all of a sudden. I actually He's trying spe- to French it up. I actually spelled it wrong. It's R O B B Y. Sorry. Instead of R O B B I E. Okay, R O B B Y is better than Rob A. Which that is. I, that which is. I was kind of into. But no, it's still dumb. Why are you changing the, it? Is it because the I E is more synonymous with feminine spelling? He doesn't want the I E. I ain't going to. You know there. a lot of ladies named Robbie? Yeah. Or no, so any <laughs> any female name with that I-E? for males would end oh, in Y. Oh. Okay, like Bobby and Bobby. Yes. Yeah, I got I-E you. is, is a female the, Bobby. Yeah, Y is masculine, I-E like Bobby is the brain So Hanny. if only Hanny. we had an example of this. Robert, if you yep. shorten your name to Robbie, mm-hmm. how would you spell it? R-O-B-B-Y. I would. <laughs> so, but me over here. You, you, may, you may be on to something. No. Well, look, hold look up, at, though, because I'm Fred. Uh-huh. And that can be Freddy pretty easy. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's IE. Mm, I didn't know too many IEs. I think there's more wise, way more wise. Freddie Prince Jr., Freddie Freeman, Freddie from Scooby Doo. These are all IEs. But there, I think there's more Freddies with a Y. He says. And also, Freddie Prince Jr. should definitely be with an IE. This is what. He, <laughs> here's his reasoning Fred okay. Jones is Freddie from Scooby Doo. He says Robbie Anderson reveals he's the reason he's changing his name because it looks better on paper. I have no clue. Is his name Robert or Robin? Neither. It's really Robbie. Oh, shut up! They just skipped the real name. Let me, and let just me, gave let him me the take, nickname. Nope, it's Robert. Robert Stephen Anderson. Actually, Robert looks better than Robbie. I'm I just, sorry. I just Googled famous Robbies, R-O-B-B-Y, mm-hmm. and it autocorrected to I-E. Therefore, it's wrong. <laughs> also, this, if you're going to make that kind of change, you go all out. You go Roddy. Like, you get something different. You change other letters? Yeah, just call it something. Just change hey. it up. Okay, so I looked up. Famous Robbies with a Y. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Robbie Unser. Robbie Benson, who's an actor. I have no clue who that is. No, why would you? The first name that comes up is Robbie Anderson, and he just changed his name two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> He's been Robbie for two days. <laughs> What's Ro- the British thing? Robbie Williams? No, Robin Williams is a person. Robbie Williams is a person, too, with well, the I-E. Right. There's there are no yeah, famous... Robbie Williams, English singer songwriter of what? I'm telling you, there are no famous Robbies. Yeah, Robbie Williams. Too. I just said one with an I E. If you say a name and then I have to say who is that? I'm super like yeah. The, the, you off the, the top of my head, I can only come up with like Robbie Ray. The the Robbies with the Y. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty weak. Robbies with the I E is still pretty weak. Uh, the Y is way weaker. It's super weak. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a excited. soft rule is Y is masculine, IE is feminine. 
And the only reason I know that is from Margot Robbie, but that's a last name. So I don't even really know on that one either. There is nothing in the English language that specifies it has to end in Y or IE. Historically, Y is masculine, IE is feminine. Yeah, it's got to be the weakest famous name ever. It's a. <laughs> well, because when you become an adult, you're no longer Robbie. Yeah. You're Robert. Robert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you surrender that. Or you could be Rob. I don't have a problem with Rob either. I'm looking on his website, and it has, like, what's called a fame meter, 0 to 100. The number 8 Robbie, the fame meter is 3 out of 100. (laughs) His name is Robbie Lawler. He doesn't even have a picture. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right. Robert, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can have Bob. Yep. You can have Bobby. 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 I.E. or Y. Don't care. Yep. Way more Ys in the dude world. Or just uh, Rob. Rob. Rob Slaps. Yep. Yep. Want to get exotic to... Put two B's on it. If Mailman was calling, Robert. Yeah. Robbie is the the very worst yeah, one. That's, it's the, the weakest one. The most famous Robbie is, based on this website, is what Van said, Robbie Williams, whoever this guy is. Told you. His fame meter is 34 <laughs> out of 100. He's only a 34? <laughs> yeah. I'd give him a 62. Considered well-known Creative in the 62. world. What world is he on? Because I didn't know this guy. I'm not a guy who's like trying to draw atten- like undue attention. This is an undue story. Yeah, this is. Uh, th- they need to check him for CTE, man. Something's not right. This- oh, <laughs> man. oh God. Yeah, if this, this is, is your main concern, this is the first indicator. Yeah, something's not right. More NFL talk after this. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. All right, so I think it's pretty obvious to the friends of the show that IE is a girl's name. Well, I that you <laughs> that you Van Nelly and you Robert Gibson, you guys are obviously dating. I think that's obvious. Wait, it's hold like on. A, when did we break up? What? Me and you. Well, I mean, you know how it is. Like, yeah, yeah so many new friends. Hey, did 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 you go to Nashville? Those rumors. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, those rumors haven't even died down yet. <laughs> hey, low key, were you upset that you didn't go to Nashville? Like, I, I did. I didn't want to bring. Yeah, no, I've been busy. I no, because it kind of snuck up on me. I was like, oh, it is this Saturday. Yeah, and so, that this was Saturday. <laughs> SummerSlam was Saturday. Yeah, that was weird to me too. That was weird. It slapped. We'll talk. About, oh yeah, we'll definitely. wrap up the program with WWE talk. And the reason I bring up like your guys' relationship. Is because, like, it's weird to feel like we have one without the other, the same way that Aaron Donald claims that he's going to be a Los Angeles Ram of Anaheim County, California, as long as his boyfriend, Sean McVay, is there. Isn't that sweet? No, it's weird and creepy. First, he said, if you bring back Von Miller, I'll sign again. They did not bring back Von Miller, and he signed again anyways. So next year, if they want to get rid of Sean McVay, it's like, if you get rid of Sean McVay, I'm not going to play anymore. Then Sean McVay is going to leave, and they're going to have this big bag of money with Aaron Donald written right on the front. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, okay, get out of here. I would have retired. Get out of here with this. I would have retired if he wasn't coaching. I'm 31. That's soft, man. It's so soft. <laughs> Even if that is your cards. You don't put them on the table. Yeah, you don't let that be known. Because the, the billionaire owner is going to be like, nah, okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We recently had a like a public thing where an entity here in town was like, "Hey, uh, two men on. We want one of you guys for a thing," and we were both like, "No, it's we don't do one of us. Yeah. It's it's either two of us, and also often Robert. Yeah, like that's the deal." And they're like, "Cool, we'll go with someone else." <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> Happened recently. I could name names. <laughs> Who the hell are y'all? Yeah. <laughs> They said we offered it to. They were even like, "You can choose which one." Yeah, and we were like, no. "Why not? Why not both? <laughs> why not both? You'd have both. It's on brand." Yeah, it's, there's two of us. We're two men on this specific thing. Wow. But I would never, one time, ever be like, "Hey, Overlords, Cumulus, or the station across town." No matter what, it's Van. Like I'm not. It don't work that way. You you shoot yourself in the foot. Because eventually, you're going to have to do it without the other one, Aaron Donald. Then you're going to look like a fool. You're going to look like a dumbo. Well, that would be more in the line of us getting a new show and be like, only if Jared Hart is our producer. Yeah. <laughs> we have to bring him <laughs> yeah, with he's us. Coming with he's the only way that I re-sign this contract mm-hmm. is if Jared Hart, our current producer, is going to be our producer. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Wayne. Wayne, welcome. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I, I don't 100% agree with them, him still staying, if even if McVeigh leaves, because I agree with you the money comes sometimes talks, but yep. sometimes culture really has a huge impact on that. I mean, think about it. If, if your boss was a was just a horrible person and it doesn't matter how much they're going to pay you, if the person who runs the program is not the right culture, you got to find something that fits better for you either way. So I, I agree that he would actually leave – I mean, it's, I think it's a good, like, selling point to try to get your teammate to stay. But I do think that if his coach actually leaves, um, the culture is going to be completely different. And that's a huge impact for any job, no matter where you're at. So I think, yeah. Wayne, hear me out. I think the number is $225 million because mm-hmm. that's what Dame mm-hmm. Lillard took to stay in Portland, and he has a crazy boss. So yeah. I, I think there is a number. And I don't know what mine is because I make regular amounts of money. I personally have – and it's self-made. I'm a hundred air, possibly a thousand air. Self-made thousand air. Self-made thousand air. <laughs> yeah. But a guy like Aaron Donald, if they were to say, "Hey, two hundred twenty-five million dollars," but you have to play for whoever is, I don't know, the anti-culture. Well, the crazy part about this is I didn't know this isn't something he said at the end. You know, at the end of his, of the Super Bowl run, I'm, I was looking here. He said that at the beginning. When Sean right. McVay first got there, right. that was his stance. That That's the part that didn't well, make sense and to And he me. saw – Wayne's correct in this part. And, right. Wayne, I know you're still with us, so jump in whenever you want. Wayne. Yeah. Wayne's correct in this part because Aaron Donald was a St. Louis Ram. Aaron Donald right. knows what garbage looks like. Mm-hmm. He start, His appetizer in the NFL was the worst appetizer you could ever have. Right. And then he got, he got, I don't know, whatever the best entree is. But I hear no, Wayne in that sense. No, I – no, I agree. No, I 100% agree with that in essence. But I, what I'm saying, though, too, is that they're, they're multimillionaires now. I think they're at the point now, I mean, look at Tom Brady. He's probably an exception. But, like, he didn't take a lot of money because he wanted to win championships. And I think when you've already made a certain amount of money, I think after a while it no longer becomes about the money. It becomes more about the legacy. And I think that's where Aaron Donald's at right now. I think he's already made enough where he's okay and set for life. I think – an extra hundred thousand or hundred million dollars on his check is not going to change his legacy. So I think that is going to probably factor more, especially now towards the tail end of his career. That's that's just my point on it. 
Yeah, I mean, I get there's definitely an element of that, and I believe in the legacy. I believe in the play for the love of the game a little more than the person sitting across from me right now. Yeah, I don't believe it's right. Yeah, it's not just all money to me, but, like, even you brought up Damian Lillard. He ain't. He says he wants to win a championship in Portland. No, he does not because he took the max amount of money he can. To play for Jody Allen, who's yes, crazy. who is a crazy person and puts him in harm's way every day, mm-hmm. whether it's physically or sexually or mentally, whatever. Emotionally, intellectually, Damian, spiritually. Damian Lillard will never win a championship because he just sucked up the whole salary cap in one year. $61 million a year, you can't get anyone else on your team to play. So for him, it is definitely money. Also, well, very good call from Wayne. Yeah, very good call. And then, okay, we remember, guys. We remember as soon as the Super Bowl was over, it was the whole focus on Aaron Donald. Is this your last game? They were talking about it. It was grumbles. I really thought he was going to retire. But guess why he didn't retire? It has nothing to do with Sean McVay. It's because the contract extension was huge. Yes. I'm with you on that. It sounds great. It's a great story. He did say, hey, Von Miller, and guess what? Von Miller's gone. All right, so if something, if Sean McVay is done within the next two years, or even next year, you can't tell me Aaron Donald's not going to play anymore. It, Wayne used Tom Brady, and he's he's my go-to example. If he took under market value for the height of his career, and he's still doing it to this day, to surround himself with more talent. Right. The only other example I've seen of that in recent memory is James Harden, and that wasn't that big of a pay cut. No. That's still enough to throw around a little bit of your but, team. But he's not the James Harden that got the big money Correct. now. Like, okay. <laughs> now you have to take the lower money. I, if, if it was a money thing, like, yeah. put your money where your mouth is. Prove it. Take the league minimum. Well, and Give away that $40 million to the rest of your team. Or, and hear me out, you're very correct in all this, and you do it for this season and next season, and then you hire John Lynch away from the 49ers because they find money to pay everyone no matter what. Yeah, where's that guy? Yeah. Where's that? How are they doing this? <laughs> and then he just comes in and fixes the problem, and then you're set forever. Or you can be like Giannis, take the most and just be a beast and win wherever you're at. Just by yourself? Yeah. Shit at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give me the damn ball. Yep. Whenever we get back, I'm going to recap SummerSlam. So if you're not into that, um, you it's are. going to be a long drive. No, you are. Tuning on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YNCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And the weekend, that's where New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. I just got back in town, boys. Spent the weekend in Nashville, which has a bunch of different nicknames, by the way. Go on. Anything that rhymes with Ash. Mm-hmm. Ash. Yeah. Okay. So not Asheville. That's a different city. It's North Carolina. That's North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. But Bashville. Come on, raise up. Ba- thank you. Mm-hmm. Bashville is the Crashville, Smashville. Let, there's it, all the nicknames, and they're on every T-shirt. So I had not been to Nashville as an adult in some time. I was, I was there as a tween. Pretty happy in a little spot. It's like the Vegas of the East, but Which, not coast. Yeah. I think it's like the Athens of the South. I think. I see, I've never really messed around in Athens. Yeah. Like Georgia? That's what I say. I, I, Athens pick, is I picture in the it as the the buckle of the Bible belt. Oh. Ooh, okay, what yeah. are you doing here? I, I Googled The big it, shiny okay. one? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. 
48,000 uh, friends of the WWE piled into Nissan Stadium and uh, absolute banger, boys. Absolute banger of a SummerSlam. No reason to really talk about the matches except for the very last one. When Brock Lesnar lift the freaking ring off the ground with a tractor. What? Flipped it over onto top of Roman Lesnar. Or Roman Lesnar. Roman Reigns, where he then had to rise from the dead in <sighs> front of 48,000 people. R.I.P. Paul Heyman, by the way. Took that was a great match. Insanely good. That was. I'm not going to. I, I, I hardly say that, but. It's the best thing I ever you saw. You say Paul Rubens? <laughs> he died? Paul Heyman. Oh. Took the a... F5 through the announcer's table, which they had to rebuild after your favorite pro wrestler, Logan <laughs> Paul. Did a frog splash off of it onto the Miz, and, four, and 48,000 people lost it. Yeah. Coolest thing you ever saw. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. He's already a better wrestler than Dominique uh, Mysterio. Oh, he's better than all of them. <laughs> it's crazy that Logan Paul showed up and was like, I'm literally just going to be the best one. Yeah. Yep. You know, in WWE, you're like, yeah, you can write a guy to be best. You can do whatever. No, he's actually the best. He looked damn good. Struggles with nothing. Mm-hmm. And the humidity in Tennessee, I don't know the last time you guys been out that way. The whole thing was like a sauna. Yeah, he looked it, too. He look, When he was coming down. The whole thing? When he was coming down to the ring, he was already just. And I, the first thing I thought was, oh, he's going to look bad. Mm-mm. I was like, this weather's going to take him out. You can't nah. even train for this. Nope. Man. I just I just uh, Googled Paul Heyman. Yeah. And he looks like a bratwurst came to life in a Disney movie. <laughs> Yeah, but like a bratwurst that wasn't packed appro- appropriately in the sleeve. Yes, and one and the top part's much bigger mm-hmm. than the bottom part. You that's a it. that's a great description because if that was a Disney movie character, he would have the best talking lines, and that's what yeah. he is in real life. That's what he does. Yeah. Yep. He's a mouth mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. He's the best one. Yeah. The he best. Does, one. He doesn't look agile enough to get away from an upturned stage. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Did that to him. He picked him up. Over he his okay? head, spun him around like a helicopter, and threw him onto <laughs> the broadcaster table where he laid motionless yeah, he was for out. 20 minutes. He was out. And then he got a tractor and it, turned the ring upside down that on is top correct. of him? No, that was someone else. Has anyone checked on Paul? This Well, he should be on Raw tonight. And we'll check, okay? that out whenever, check that out when I'm working on some stuff at the house. The It was so humid, wrestlers were going to jump How up. How humid was it? They're going to jump up on the ropes to do moves, and the ropes are, like, covered in water. Because the humidity, and they fall off, and the crowd goes, boo. Yeah, it's like, you try this. It's like, what? Pat McAfee's wearing Jordans. He can't jump up on those ropes. He's going to fall to his own death for your entertainment. And you'd have loved it. Brock Lesnar almost they did that. They weren't saying boo. They were saying humid. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I talk about this a lot every time I talk. I, how many pro wrestling events have I been to? Hundreds? I don't know, a bunch of them. The, my favorite thing, my absolute favorite thing is the dad who brings the kid. Yeah. And I was at the game, and it was a, a dude and his son. Uh, the dude, mid-40s, the son, six, seven years old. And me and my lady are having uh, libations beforehand. And the little dude looks over, and we're wearing our Survivor Series shirts. And he's like, cool shirts. And we're like, <laughs> who are you here to see? He's like, the Usos. And he's yeah. like, little six-year-old yeah. kid. You're so freaking kid. He's like, he's like, you think Riddle's going to win? And I'm like, I do, man. <laughs> I do now. More than anything, I'm rooting for him. So I just, I, there's something that just, I don't know, revitalizes me about pro wrestling every time I see it in person. 
And, uh, yeah, SummerSlam was the jam. I mean, you boys want to go to Survivor Series? It's in Boston. We trying to go? What's up? Ah, you had me until you said Boston. <laughs> TD Garden? <laughs> trying to go to TD Garden? When is that? It's always the fall. Ah, so, true. traditionally, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Mm. But they kind of, like, have got creative with that recently. But traditionally, that was, like, and that's the one where, uh, although I said this in nauseum, The Rock should have came back on Saturday. He did not. Hopefully, The Rock will come back at Survivor Series. I say it every single one, so I don't know why I keep So, you're still looking for The Rock to. Versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's the one you're looking for. At WrestleMania. Yeah, at me too. Which it's is only- his nephew, right? They're related. I, I I couldn't tell you the direct relationship. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're the same I think tribe. The Rock will only come back at WrestleMania, right? Well, way, they, the well, way you said big. it sounds like the way The Rock would say it. Yeah. The Rock will <laughs> only come back. And it's in Hollywood, so okay. he might Boom. be on the side. There you go. So we should go to that one? Everyone oh, comes one. back at once. Yeah, that's, that's good for sure. One. That's <laughs> the one. Yeah. I like how the one that's farthest away, you guys are like, yeah, definitely we're in. And I'm, I literally have Southwest <laughs> up right now. I'm like, all right, I got our flights, and then we'll f- – took my lady, one of my childhood best friend, and his wife. It, those little trips are fun because you like – hey, inside baseball, you guys know I kind of like work a lot. Yeah. So to be able to like get like a break from it. Just get away from it. Oh, my gosh. And it's one of those where you feel like you earn it too, you know, where it's like, this is nice. Mm-hmm. And the event is, I hadn't been to Nissan Stadium. Like, obviously, you guys haven't either. Like, football stadiums are cathedrals. That thing is huge. 48,000 people in there. And they had the top row, camera side, like, tarped off. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, this thing's not even close to full. Mm. I saw a lot of people complaining about that on Twitter. It's not even full. But what about the rest of these people? What that about are the here? other fifty thousand? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's still a lot. But, okay, you throw a function. How many people's coming? Also, do you want forty-eight thousand <laughs> people at a hundred bucks a piece, oh, or do you want gosh. fifty-two thousand people at fifty bucks a piece? Yeah, you don't. This is it was the perfect way. Yeah, and also these paper, not like house shows. I'm about to sound like an uppity WWE fan. Yes, you are. When you're charging like a men, you're getting a really good crowd. Like, when you're going to, like, house shows and local shows, it's a garbage crowd. It's people that want to, fight, like, physically fight you next to you. Yeah. But at these shows, it's like, oh, everyone's here and, like, it's part of the game. Yep. They, they so they want to fake fight you or actual fight actual you? Actual fight you. And not, like, not like scripted. No, no, no. Not like choreographed fight. No. Like a, like a real fight. You're talking about acting. Yes. That's what WWE is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Robert, you got anything going on this week? This week, oh, I got to check my calendar. I don't know. I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of stuff coming up. We could join us again tomorrow. Yeah. Tell us about the rest of your week. <laughs> Dan, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Uh, Vital, thank you for working through the tech diffs. You're the man. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.